Hey mamas, you're listening to the Balanced Working Mama podcast, the only podcast teaching you how to balance your work, motherhood, and wellness. I am Dr. Amber Thornton, clinical psychologist and mama wellness consultant. Each week we dive into tips and strategies and much more so that you too can become a balanced working mama. Let's dive in. Hey mamas, it's Dr. Amber Thornton here. Another week with the Balanced Working Mama podcast. I hope y'all are doing well. I really do. Um, It is Sunday as usual. I'm recording in my makeshift office. I'm actually kind of proud of my office. If you have followed me on Instagram, you know that um, in the midst of the pandemic, I decided to like actually do a little bit of work around my house, just getting things together. Just, you know, all the things I never got back to doing after I moved here two weeks, two years ago. Um, So my office is really just our spare, spare bedroom and I'm proud of it because it took me two years to do this. So either way, I hope y'all are doing well. So let's do a little check-in before we get into the meat of today's episode. Um, I'm doing okay, you all. Like I, I will be honest, and I shared a little bit about this on my Instagram. I had a tough weekend. Um, you know, I think we all have these moments where... We just don't feel our 100% best selves. And I think for me, Friday, actually probably Thursday, going into Friday, um, I just noticed that not only was I tired, but um, I just just wasn't feeling like a good mom or I was questioning certain decisions that I was making in my business and with Balanced Working Mama. And I was just feeling a little bit insecure about certain things. And I think it was the perfect storm to just, I don't know, I just didn't feel good. I didn't feel, I didn't feel good. And, you know, I honestly had a moment where I I really said to myself, you know, that Friday, I really wanted to promote the workshop. I wanted to talk about that a little bit more. I wanted to send out another email, but I just knew I just didn't feel like it because I I wasn't feeling good about, you know, some things that were going on. And, you know, instead what I said was, look, I, the thing about Balanced Working Mama (laughs) is that, you know, yes, my goal and mission is to help other mamas balance their work, motherhood, and wellness. Um, my mission and passion is to completely change the narrative of what is possible for working mothers. Um, I want that for all of us. And I work hard to ensure that whether it's programs or events or this podcast or um, things I share in the email list or on Instagram, I want that messaging um, and all those things to be exactly what we need to know how to balance these things and how to turn these narratives around and how to live differently in motherhood. Um, And even still, there are some days where I just don't feel good, you know? And so I realized that with Balanced Working Mama, I have to be authentic. I have to be real. I have to I can't just pretend like everything's perfect and great and I always have things balanced because the reality is I don't. And I think I've shared this before is 
you know, everything that we talk about on this podcast, everything that I'm encouraging all the mamas to work on, whether it's in the Empower Wellness program or the workshop that's coming up or, you know, with anything, anything that I encourage y'all to do and and push and challenge for y'all, I am pushing myself, challenging myself, encouraging myself to do those same things because this this thing called balance in motherhood is not an end game. It's a thing that we are constantly working on and working towards, I myself included. And so I decided to just be a real and authentic and Friday just say like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to promote my workshop right now. Instead, I just want to be real and say, I'm not feeling good about how the pandemic is affecting my son. And I don't feel good about the decisions that I have to make about whether it's time to go back to daycare. And I don't feel good all the time about having to um, decide, am I going to spend time with my son or am I going to work on this thing that I'm really passionate about? You know, sometimes those decisions are really, really hard. Um, and so I just I just wanted to share that that's what's on my mind. I think for me, I'm constantly trying to decide how do I also balance my work, motherhood, and wellness, but then also how do I show up and just be real and authentic so that y'all know um, that this is something that all of us are working on, including myself. So, you know, I just wanted to share that. And, you know, I hope that if there's another mama out there who's listening and you two are just not feeling like your best self right now, you know, just know that it's okay to not be 100% all of the time. Even if you are that person that people are always looking up to, even if you are that person that people constantly assume that everything is great, even if you're the strong friend, even if you're the mama that got it all together, we don't all the time. And it's too heavy a burden to carry to pretend that we do. And so I really, really hope that you are able to find a community and supports who allow you to just be you on your good days and your shitty days. You need that. And my goal or my hope is that Balanced Working Mama can be that for you as well. So that's what's on my mind. Um, Friday night, I got about nine hours of sleep. So that really helped a lot. Um, And so my goal tonight is to make sure that when I put my son to bed, I go to bed a little bit earlier because I, I really do need to get some more sleep. So yeah. But otherwise, all is good. I'm I'm really happy. Today we went out um to the National Mall. We had some fun just getting out and about, you know, had some family time and you know, things feel really good. So, I hope that y'all enjoy today's episode and yeah, let's dive in. Hey mama, I'm so glad you're listening to the podcast, but I also want to connect with you on social media. So be sure to follow me and Balanced Working Mama on Instagram. You can find me at Dr. Amber Thornton. That's D-R-A-M-B-E-R-T-H-O-R-N-T-O-N and Balanced Working Mama at Balanced Working Mama. (laughs) B-A-L-A-N-C-E-D-W-O-R-K-I-N-G-M-A-M-A. Follow along, join in on the fun, but then also send me a DM to say hello. See you there. Okay, we are here. So let's dive in. Um, We are on number seven, the seventh core value. And it's 
amazing that we've gone this far. <laughs> um, so let's talk about the letter E in our balanced acronym. E is for effective management of guilt and anxiety. Um, this is important because mom guilt, mom anxiety shows up all the time. And what I notice is that we often don't manage it effectively. You know, we believe that we need to make it go away completely. And in our attempts to make it go away completely, we become more frustrated, more disappointed, and even more anxious and, and feeling guilt. Um, because we then were like, well, I can't get it rid of it and I, I'm not doing it right. And what I want you to know is that whenever we are trying to cope with any distressing emotion, whether it's anxiety or guilt or fear or whatever it is, um, it might not completely go away. And so we're not aiming to get rid of it. We're aiming to effectively manage it. Management is different than getting rid of. So for instance, if you have a physical condition um, like diabetes or heart disease, um, you might not be able to get rid of it, but there are things you can do to manage your your diagnosis. So um, exercise, your medication, making sure that you're eating the right things and sleeping well, those are effective management strategies. And that is absolutely what we need to do for our emotional health as well. So I want to talk a little bit about mom guilt, mom anxiety, and then towards the end of the episode, we're going to talk about some tips for how to better manage it. So let's start off with mom guilt. Mom guilt is something that I think we all experience, and I want to talk a little bit about what it is or what I think of when we say mom guilt. And for me, it is that pervasive feeling of not doing enough as a, a parent. Um, you're not doing the right things or, or feeling like the decisions you're making are just messing up your kids or um, not really good for them in the long run. You know, sometimes mom guilt can be temporary, kind of like that feeling you get when maybe you feel like, you know, oh, they're watching too much TV or, oh, they're getting too much this or too much that, or they're not getting enough of my attention. You know, those are very temporary feelings, but in the moment they feel very intense. It's very intense feelings of guilt that you might experience. Um, but then there might be other times where it feels like there's something that's more chronic, um, you know, for instance, if you have a job that requires you to be away from your children, it might feel as if mom guilt is just something you are constantly experiencing. So that's what kind of comes to mind for me when I think of mom guilt. Um, you know, I think of it as this this feeling of dread or this constant weight on your shoulders that can sometimes make you feel panicky or make you feel anxious. Um and it might make you feel like you need to fix the problem right now. A lot of times when we feel guilt, guilt essentially tells us that we're doing something wrong. And so it then makes you feel like, well, I need to fix it right now. When in reality, that might not be the case. Um, guilt really encompasses a lot of the shoulds, a lot of the supposed tos, or a lot of what the other moms are doing. Um, and, and, that is a lot of the focus when guilt comes up. But again, I want to teach us that these are not the these experiences um don't have to be your reality and we can manage this um Mom guilt has a lot of origins from a lot of places, including your own personal insecurities um 
Also outside pressures from other mothers. Social media is a big one. I'm sure that we all have that one person that we follow and we just think, damn, she's really killing it as a mom. (laughs) And then it makes you feel like, well, then you're not doing enough. And so I want us to really work on managing that a little bit more. And so with the guilt, I have a reflection question for you. I want to know how is mom guilt showing up in your life right now? And not only that, what are the consequences of the guilt? You know, I think a lot of times when we think about mom guilt, we just think about what it feels like or um, when it comes, but we don't really think about the consequences. So for example, um, you know, let's say maybe you're feeling guilty about the time away that you take from your children, whether it's because of your work or just because of your own personal needs or desires. And the consequence of that guilt is that it leads you to not take the time that you need and then your needs don't get met or your work doesn't get done. So you see the connection of you feel this guilt and then those consequences you trying to fix the guilt, but there's unintended consequences of your needs not getting met or your work not getting done or whatever it is that you're not doing because you feel guilty about being away from your children. So I want to also talk about mom anxiety because what I know to be true is that with excessive mom guilt, you then can roll right into mom anxiety. Um, Sometimes they're separate and distinct, but a lot of times they kind of flow together. And so Mom guilt can absolutely lead to more mom anxiety. And so when I think of mom anxiety, what I think of is this constant or near constant worry that really just can't be eased. And a lot of times it has to do with your children or um, you as a mother, your role as a mother, how you're doing as a mother, how your children are doing, Um, you know, and a constant feeling of dread about the things you fear will happen. Anxiety is hard to manage. You know, when in at, in my work as a psychologist and when I did used to do therapy, when I, I would work with people who had anxiety, I'm going to just be honest, anxiety is my least favorite um, condition to work with. And it's because of the feeling that comes, you know, when we have anxiety, it's it's one of the worst feelings that we can have. And again, that's why I want us to be able to manage this. But um, it's so hard to overcome because a lot of times what happens is when we have anxiety, we have a lot of thoughts that tell us that we're not doing it right. We're not going to get it right. But the the even bigger thought is this will never get better. This will never get better. Um, This is the bad thing that's going to happen. And it really is just There's so much panic, so much dread, so much fear. And I know that because I too have experienced anxiety at different points of my life. And so I understand that it can feel hard to overcome, but I I believe that this is something that you can manage with some help. And we'll talk about those tips soon. But one thing that I want to make sure that we do is that we don't get into the habit of equating the amount of worry or anxiety that we experience as moms with how much we love our children. I think one thing that has become embedded and entangled, <laughs> entanglement, <laughs> entangled into our our narratives and definition of motherhood over time is that as a mother, you're just going to worry about your kids because that's what it means to be a mother. Being a mother means always worrying about your kids. You know, honestly, that's something that my mom would say a lot. And I need to push back and challenge her a little bit around it. Um but she'd been mothering for what, 30, almost 34 years now. So she's going to be like, girl, get out of my face. But, <laughs> you know, I 
she would always say, you know, you're a mom, so you're just going to worry. And, you know, I, I don't want that. I don't want to just always worry because I'm a mom. I feel like there are other ways that we can manage that. And so what I think has happened over time is that motherhood has meant worry. And that means that you love your kids. And that we want to we want to get that out of our narrative of motherhood because worry means stress means health concerns. The more worry that you have, the more stress you feel, the more distress on your body. And we don't want your body to experience the distress and the, the, the grief that comes when you worry. It's bad for your heart. It's bad for your mind. It's bad for your overall health. And that's not what we want. We don't want it to just be, oh, you're a mom, so you're going to worry. No. Yes, you might have worries every now and then, but it should not be chronic. It should not be excessive. It should not interfere with your functioning and your ability to, to live. So um, I have a reflection question for you around anxiety. And that question is, how is anxiety showing up in your life and what are the consequences? So I have an example for you. Um, You know, example, feeling anxious about not being with your child. (laughs) That comes up a lot, you know, us not being with our children. It, It gives us guilt, but then also anxiety. So the feeling of anxiety that comes when you're not around your child, which then leads you to not fully trust your caregiving village and whoever is in your caregiving village. It could be your partner, your spouse, your, your parents, your whoever, um, you know, that anxiety might lead you to not fully trust them. And then it takes away from your ability to get the work done or be with yourself or have your downtime because you feel that you have to be hands-on consistently so that those fears of what you think might happen don't happen. And so I think this might come up a lot and you might have other examples of how anxiety shows up for you and what the consequences are. But this is something that I don't want us to continue to happen. I want us to be able to have trust in our caregiving village. I want us to not feel um, succumbed or encompassed. Wait, those are not the words I'm consumed. (laughs) I don't want us to feel we have to be so consumed by our anxiety and our fears of what could happen that we don't allow ourselves to have time away, that we don't allow ourselves to go away and work or go away and take care of ourselves and go away and socialize in our communities. Um, I want us to feel able to manage our guilt and our anxiety. So let's talk about a few tips that I think might be helpful in effectively managing our guilt and our anxiety. And there's three of them. So really listen carefully. The very first tip is that I want you to really remember. Actually, I want you to write this down. Write this down somewhere so that you can always refer back to it. Remember that while your feelings are valid, your feelings are not fact. And this goes for your guilt and your anxiety. When these feelings come up, they're valid because they're there. You're experiencing them. We cannot tell you that you're not feeling that, but your feelings are not fact. So for instance, if I have guilt and my guilt is making me think, okay, well, I haven't been with my son all morning, so I just need to completely black out um, my schedule and you know cancel all those things because I, I need to be with him because it wasn't right that I wasn't with him this morning. Um, Yes, I'm feeling that guilt, but the thing that that guilt is leading me to believe is not entirely true. Um, I haven't really been with my son all morning, but he's fine. (laughs) He's with his dad. He's happy. He's down there playing. He's not thinking about me. 
he's not thinking about me, girl. And so that guilt would lead me to believe that I need to do all these other things to fix it when really I didn't need to fix anything at all. And so that's an example of my feelings are valid because the guilt is there, but the the guilt is not a fact. Um, an example for anxiety. So for instance, um, let's say recently, I think I've shared, um, we've started to allow my son to go visit with his grandparents a little bit more. And so my anxiety about that might tell me, um, you know, he's been with us for the last few months. And so I just don't know if he'll be okay. I'm the one that's been with him. So I know what's best. I have fears that they might not do it right, or um, he just might not be safe. So this anxiety I'm feeling, I'm just going to not, he just can't go. He just can't go. He's got to stay with me. (laughs) And so, yes, that anxiety that I feel is valid because it's real. I feel even just me pretending like I had it in that moment gave me anxiety. The anxiety is real. It's valid, but it's not fact because it's actually, it's not true that he's not going to be fine. He's been fine. And of course things could happen, but we cannot live in the shoulds and the supposed tos in the could. We don't know. And so we really have to be able to really effectively manage that. And again, so number one tip, remember that while your feelings are valid, they are not fact. Just because you have guilt or anxiety arise, it doesn't mean that there's something wrong and it doesn't necessarily mean something bad is going to happen. It just means that in that moment, we really have to become more critical of the thought that we're having and we have to challenge it. We have to push back. We have to look at it and say, okay, is this really happening right now? Is this really fact? or it's just my feeling. We can separate our feelings from our facts. We can't always take our feelings at face value. Tip number two, you need to talk it out with someone that you trust. So in those moments when you're feeling that mom guilt, you're feeling that mom anxiety, talk to someone because what happens is when we keep that guilt and anxiety to ourselves, it allows those feelings to fester and intensify. And then the thoughts that are associated with them become out of control. And then they're more likely to really consume us and then lead to those those consequences that are actually negative for us. And so um, this is actually where you really can take advantage of what we talked about last week and in community and motherhood, really go to your community and motherhood and really talk to them and say, hey, I'm feeling a lot of guilt right now because this is what I just did. And then ideally there will be some mamas in that community that can be like, girl, me too. But guess what? We got to do it for ourselves. You know, this is important. Your baby's going to be fine. You know, it's more so what you're feeling and, you know, him or her, your baby is is totally fine. Or, you know, if, if it's anxiety, you just go and say, hey, I'm feeling a lot of anxiety about this. And there's going to be a mother mom there's like, yeah, I feel anxiety about this too. And this is what I do to manage it. So talk it out with someone that you trust because we don't want those guilt and anxiety feelings to anticipate, whoa, <laughs> we don't want them to intensify. I was trying to say two words at one time. Um, We don't want them to grow out of control. So really express how you're feeling to a friend, a loved one, so that it allows for you to have a fresh perspective from them and can really help shift your mindset around what's going on for you with your feelings, but then also your relationship in the long run with guilt and anxiety. And then the last tip that I think could be really helpful in effectively managing your guilt and anxiety is seeking professional help. So if you have not already done this, 
I highly encourage engaging with a mental health professional, especially if you feel that your guilt and anxiety is so debilitating that's interfering with your daily functioning. And when I say interfering with your daily functioning, I mean that it's getting in the way of you being able to take care of yourself or your family. Um, And so if you notice that you are making a lot of choices to fix your guilt or fix your anxiety and those choices or those consequences are then interfering with your ability to take care of yourself or take care of your work, um, it might be time to seek out some professional help. And so that can be in the form of a mental health therapist, a mental health counselor, um, a, a psychologist. And the good thing about the pandemic and right now is that a lot of um, mental health professionals are doing virtual sessions. And so you should be able to find someone who can work with you virtually so you don't have to go anywhere and get the help that you need. You know, there are times where our guilt and anxiety um, become so big that we we can't do it alone. And that is absolutely okay. I have gone to therapy so many times in my life <laughs> and it's been really, really helpful. And so it's definitely something that I recommend. Um, I last engaged in therapy a few months ago um, around anxiety that I was having around, um, oddly enough, um my son being with other people. And so it really helped me a lot to break down the barriers and the walls around, you know, yes, I'm his mom, but I don't have to be the only one that's um, caring for him. It's okay for him to have relationships with other people and it's okay for him to be with his grandparents. And so that helped a lot. And the time previous before that I engaged in therapy when I became pregnant, because I had so much anxiety around pregnancy and um, both of those things were very helpful for me. So again, if you feel like you need some help with managing your guilt and anxiety, absolutely move forward with getting that help because from therapy, you will learn the proper tools and strategies for how to manage your guilt and anxiety. Um, this is absolutely a part of your wellness. And so you need to do it effective. A management of guilt and anxiety is something that you possibly can do on your own, but if you feel like you need some help, go get the help because that's exactly what is needed in order to tackle this core value. We really want to be able to effectively manage our guilt and anxiety. Hey mama, I want to quickly tell you about the Empower Wellness Program. This is a dynamic six-week group for working mothers who are tired of feeling overwhelmed, fatigued, burdened by mom guilt, but then also just not having enough time for themselves. This program takes all of that and transforms it into more wellness, more time for yourself, better priorities, community with other mothers, but then overall balance in your work, motherhood, and wellness. To learn more about the Empower Wellness Program, head over to balanceworkingmama.com. There you can find when the next program begins, what to expect, but then also how to sign up. Hope to see you in the next group. All right, so before we go, I want to leave you with a little bit of Balanced Working Mama empowerment. And the one thing that I want to make sure to touch on again is that guilt and anxiety, I believe, has become overly associated with our motherhood narrative and, um, you know, the idea of motherhood in our society. Yes, we are absolutely going to experience guilt and anxiety at certain points of our motherhood journeys, but we should not lead this to believe that this is something that should just be constantly experiencing for us. Um, 
you do not have to associate the constant feeling of guilt and anxiety, excessive guilt and anxiety with your motherhood. And if this is something that you're experiencing, it's definitely time to seek out some help because there is another way. And so I want to encourage and empower you to know that this does not have to be your motherhood experience. You can manage and overcome your guilt and your anxiety as you experience motherhood. Um, You know, these two negative emotions do not have to define your motherhood journey. No, it is not true that just because you're a mom, you're just automatically going to worry all the time. You're automatically going to feel guilty all the time. We can manage this. You can manage this. And with the help of other mothers and with some professional help, you absolutely can move forward in your management of guilt and anxiety. So, I do not want you to feel as if you cannot move forward. You can. This does not have to define your motherhood journey with some consistent work, some intention, some diligent, hard work. Mama, you can absolutely do this. I believe in you. I want you to keep working towards something different because it will pay off. You can do this. Hey mama, thank you for listening to the Balanced Working Mama podcast. If you love this podcast, please be sure to rate it and share it with another mama that you know. And don't forget to follow me and Balanced Working Mama on Instagram. I'll talk to you soon.